Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. We've had white smoke from AIB uh, because literally on a breaking news story, they've decided not to proceed with plans to turn 70 branches into cashless outlets. The move follows a backlash to the move from business groups, from consumers, from the farming community, from rural organisations and indeed from politicians. Now, a group of rural independent uh, TDs were actually outside AIB headquarters in Dublin, including one of our own independent all deputy from West Cork at Michael Collins who joins me from outside AIB headquarters in Moseworth Street in Dublin. Good afternoon to you Michael. Good afternoon. Uh, you Patricia. you were one of the first I believe to get the news. Yes indeed Patricia. We entered the uh, AIB in Moseworth Street this morning at 9.30. We had been trying to make contact with the CEO uh, Colin Hunt for the last uh, three days since this announcement and he failed the bank had responded to us, but he failed to uh, meet with us. So we decided at the mountains to go to Mohammed. Mohammed went to the mountains. So we turned up at the bank this morning unannounced at 9.30 and we made it very clear on the uh, no uncertain terms that we weren't leaving until we met Mr Hunt. Um, the negotiations were going on from half past nine until maybe uh, five to twelve. And um, at five to twelve they came in they said if we will announce a statement uh, from uh, uh, AIB that uh, they are no longer proceeding with their decision to uh, make 70 branches cashless, would we accept that and stand down uh, and, and, and leave the buildings? And we said as long as the statement was true and factual, which it was, and I have some of it here, it was in the context of this evolving banking environment, the opportunity enhances long-standing relationship with on possibly have to decision to remove cash services from 70 of its branches. However, recognising the customer and public unease that this has caused, EIB has decided not to proceed with the proposed changes to its banking ser- bank services. There's more to that as well, but sensational news. But basically, common sense has prevailed in common all of this. Prevailed and, and prevailed, and thanks to people like yourself, Patricia, and your radio show, and other radio shows throughout the country and media, took to the to, took a real battle to EIB, something that we spoke in this morning that has never been seen the light of. We were certainly not leaving this building, because I certainly had to stand up for the people of Castle Bear, some are having to travel 66 kilometres 
to get their banking business done if this was going to be carried on. And Kinsale and Dunmanway. And I'm delighted that this announcement and that common sense has prevailed and delighted that we, you know, took the stand we took this morning. Everybody really take the glory for that today. Sure, look, I don't mind if they want to take the glory for it. All I mind is that this has happened. We were not leaving that building. We made it very clear this morning until the CEO came before us and explained his actions and reversed his actions. He's done that. He didn't come before us, but he's done that. And we welcome that. And was he, do, um, do you know, was he even in the building? It was hard to know. Oh, because okay. we were being told he's busy, he's busy, but where he's busy. Well, he said, don't worry. Not we'll worry. We said, we'll wait. Do they, did they offer you a coffee and scones while you were did. waiting? Did oh, they? Coffee and scones were most uh, courteous and parents while we were inside. We were inside for two and a half, two hours, 45 minutes. They couldn't be nicer. I okay. have to say that. Oh. Parents, their public relations. Uh, person was there and she was uh, very, very kind to us. But the bottom line is, she knew we weren't budging. We made it very clear and she didn't argue with us on that. On that. So I think if it continued, they probably would have met us. But the bottom line is, I'm delighted for the 12 branches in Cork. I'm delighted for the people that carry the people of uh, all right throughout this country that, that were absolutely terribly upset about this decision and terribly worried. Businesses and everything. It's a great success today and a great success story for people's power. Absolutely. And Absolutely. And, 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 and I know you've Matthew McGrath uh, with you from Tipperary as well. Because you, you can tell him we had a number of calls in from people in Tipperary listening to this programme because Tipperary was another county that was going to be really badly affected and large areas would have been without a cash uh, bank. So well done, Michael. Well done. Thanks, well done. Michael. And thanks, uh, thanks, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, we were very patient the last few days and, and very angered but very patient and we're very very anxious for these protests these protests probably will be still down now most likely okay. but at least you know the people are there and we appreciate people standing by the, uh, on this issue of people's power has proven us a true victory today and Thank you. I can thanks for that Michael and I can see the number of people texting in saying the very same thing that it is definitely people power let me just give, bring you some of the texts uh, from Anne uh, says Patricia wonderful news now that AIB has changed their mind about this cashless banking thing uh, Kerry listener hi Patricia hooray I just heard the news AIB backs down uh, thank you for your great input uh, that's our, 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 listen the input came from you the listener I have to say I've never seen so many people so enraged by this rural areas must be respected and not used as pawns uh, against the affluent metropolis says a Kerry listener thank you for that and thank you to a listener who previously had sent in a text saying that the protests people going out and protests that we won't be able to get them to change their minds will it be a waste of time that particular listener has texted back in to say I stand corrected thank you for that Councillor Declan Hurley says Patricia what a relief I can't believe my ears when I heard it power to the people long live our communities passion for survival signed Councillor Declan Hurley a very, from a very happy and relieved Dunmanway Hi Patricia people power at its very best AIB never expected the backlash you can mess with a lot but people's hard earned money especially in this current times is a no no however a word of caution on the use it or lose it, people need to up their usage of cash to make sure that this will never happen again in the next few years. Also flagging every time you arrive at the ATM that it has no cash, regularly happens here in Castletown Bear, we should make a complaint so that when they say the use of cash has gone down, we can give the reasons and say, well, your machine wasn't working. Delighted with the news. That's from Anne-Marie Cronin. Thanks to yourself and all those who fought uh, so hard on this one. And just another one saying, Patricia, you did great. Listen, I, d- I didn't 
didn't do any great job. All I did was, was reflect what you were saying. It was an appalling thing to think we had to use people power and the powers that be are utter cowards that they wouldn't come out and meet with the people only issued a statement to the media. They're cowards, each and every one of them. The government are well aware of this matter, must have been well aware of this matter in advance. Well, no, in fairness, all I think judging by the reaction from all of the coalition partners, they literally were completely unaware of it. Okay, let me go to Deputy James O'Connor from Cork East, who really, in fairness, led uh, from the front on this on behalf of the backbench uh, TDs. Uh, James is at AIB in Yall, actually, at the moment, as he speaks to us. Uh, Good morning or good afternoon to you, James. Good afternoon, Patricia. James, listen, common sense has prevailed, hasn't it? It certainly has. I have to welcome the news and I just want to thank uh, over 44 members of the Fianna Fáil Parliamentary Party from cabinets to backbenchers to junior ministers to senators that have all uh, rode in behind requests to the Department of Finance and to the Minister and Central Bank to reverse this decision. So it's hugely, hugely consequential, a positive day that AIB have made a U-turn on what was a disastrous decision. And what I really think fueled the anger this time that it was on foot of 88 bank branches being closed in towns like here in Yall, in other towns throughout Cork East, places like Mitchellstown and Cove that suffered enormously by the closure of bank branches before this decision. And the two of them combined just drove people over the edge. I think people were livid, uh, those of us that were in Leinster uh, House could tell you that uh, firsthand, and it was a step too far. And I'm absolutely delighted with the news that has just come from the Department of Finance that they're going to reverse this idiotic decision that was going to cause enormous harm to main street businesses and to many people who cannot use online banking services. It was such a huge concern. I've never, ever seen a response to anything before like it. And I'm just delighted that democracy today has had a very good day being able to reverse and force the commercial business to change what was an outrageous decision. Yeah, and when this news broke on uh, Tuesday, James, a number of people were saying, you know, Pascal Donoghue, Minister for Finance, must have known what was going on. And a lot of people were suspicious of, you know, the fact that um, it was like cynically done. They waited until the doll was in recess to drop this news as if almost it would have floated under the radar uh, during the summer summer months. But anything I'm reading in the paper, it does look like Pascal Donoghue and the Department of Finance were totally blindsided on this in that they didn't get any heads up from AIB that this announced was coming. Absolutely, that was very clear that the AIB completely and utterly refused to engage uh, with, you know, with people who were elected, did not give any notice that this decision was going to be taken. And I think that's big part of the reason that there was such quick action from Cabinet, from the Taoiseach, from the Minister of Finance, demanding that they were going to meet. So I understood that uh, as we speak today that there was officials in the Department of Finance from AIB that are discussing this matter with them. Uh, and look, the positive news is that there has been a positive outcome here. Uh, this is very, very good news. And what we now need to make sure, Patricia, building on from here, is that we can ensure that there is no town, town the size of you all imagine, with nearly 10,000 people living in it, with no commercial bank services, which was going to happen if this had gone forward. That's something we need to ensure doesn't happen uh, in any place in Ireland in the future. Maintaining the importance of the social service that banks provide to people and to businesses. And I have to admit, that alone was coming from people who can't use online banking, but from Main Street businesses that need to be able to access cash, need to be able to access their night shift after their day's trading. They were hugely, hugely concerned by what the bank had proposed. Many of them threatened to me that they were going to go out of business because the post office model is just not going to work when it comes to banking in larger towns because the post offices, and rightly so, are very, very busy in a lot of big towns, and they didn't have the space 
and the capacity uh, to be able to handle all the businesses that the banks are handling at the moment. So I yeah, because uh, I guarantee you, on like it's Friday morning, I guarantee you at uh, small post offices, uh, not just here in Cork, all over the country, there's queues outside the door for people going in just to do their normal business on a Friday. And we and the AIB were saying, well, we'll add all the business community into into those queues as well. It just it couldn't, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. And I'm standing here in the main city hall, just across the road from the from the AIB, of course, is, is, is our post office next door to the post office. Is the Bank of Ireland has been closed down. And there are regularly queues there midweek out the door. And if you're a business person opening your premises at 9 o'clock in the morning, it's just not an option for people to be queuing for half an hour trying to get cash. And what did they do with their cash in the evening? There was a huge security concern. Yeah. And what was obviously going to happen is people were going to store cash at home, which would be a huge crime risk as well. So it's very, very important that when the when the review into into banking services, which was due out in September, uh, that we certainly have to ensure that geographical areas like Mitchellstown, Cove and Yall, big population centres, are serviced by some 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 type of cash service going far from here. Yeah, and the and the question that has to be asked of not just AIB, uh, but especially I suppose AIB, but all of the banks. I mean, was there ever any consideration given to the impact on citizens of this country by de- ludicrous decisions like making seventy of the banks cashless? Whoever uh, the other person that has questions to answer here, Patricia, and this just has to be said, I have long-standing issues with the central bank in this country and their autonomy from democratic process in Ireland. We cannot interfere in the work that the central bank do in Ireland and they allow this to happen. You know, this is coming on quote of the, clo- the withdrawal of, of Ulster Bank from the Irish markers, closure of KBC branches. Then the Bank of Ireland withdrawal of 88 bank branches. I know what AIB has planned, which I'm sure is preempting full closures. You know, that was allowed to happen under the central bank's watch and it's part of their work as well that that has to be analysed and questions have to be answered there because I do not think they're performing to the job that they're extremely well paid to do and they have huge questions to answer including the governor of the central bank. Uh, OK, well said, well said. Listen, a couple of people w- wanted to say well done uh, to you for leading the charge on this one. Listen, James, thank you for that and thanks for joining us. Thank you, Patricia. Uh, good morning to you. That is uh, Cork East Dáil Deputy James O'Connor from outside AIB in Yall. He can go home now. It's all been sorted. And Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.